This is Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches verse by verse through the book of Acts. wonder what was going through Paul's mind. What was he thinking? The storm, the attack, and, and what imagery, you know, because consistently in the scripture, the great serpent is Satan. You know, the devil latches on, doesn't he? He just latches on. And you're never safe. Just when you think you're safe. Two weeks of storm, shipwrecked, makes it to land. Just when he thinks he's safe. Bam! snake grabs him. Perhaps one of the most dangerous things that we can do as believers is let our guard down in our walk. Whether it's after a victory or an escape from danger, we never know when the next challenge will come. In today's message, Pastor Robert reflects on the mindset of Paul who suffered a snake bite immediately after being shipwrecked. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of Acts, chapter 28, with today's message. I had a boss say to me one time years ago, I don't really listen too much to what you say, I watch what you do. Boy, that's God. Now if what you say matches what you do, well, okay, but he's... He's paying attention to the real you, the real deal. And I wonder, you know, from, listen, from Luke's perspective here, Paul just shook it off and went on about his business. Man, I'd love to know what he was thinking. Because I can't help but put myself, I mean, I just, I get just shivers thinking about the snake. Because all I can see is that big old water moccasin, you know, bam. I'd have been shaking it off, all right. But the whole time, I'd have been dancing and jumping and you know what I mean? Oh, shoot. Get this off of me. Get it off of me. It wouldn't have been, you know, you, get, you read this, and I, Paul shook it off and went on about his, this thing just grabbed on. And you know, when a snake grabs you, it wraps too. So, you know what I mean? They don't just bite and hang there. I mean, they wrap. So they're not letting go easy. Man, oh, man. I just, I wonder what was going through Paul's mind. What was he thinking? The storm, the attack, and and what imagery, you know, because consistently in the scripture, the great serpent is Satan. You know, the devil latches on, doesn't he? He just latches on. And you're never safe. Just when you think you're safe. Two weeks of storm, shipwrecked, makes it to land. Just when he thinks he's safe. Bam! Snake grabs him. And everybody around, they're all paying attention. Did you notice that everybody was watching? Everybody made an assumption. Ah, see, that guy, he's, he survived the shipwreck, but he's not going to survive because he's probably a murderer. Karma. Karma's not biblical, just so you know. 
I see four reasons in the scripture for storms, hardships. I want to quickly look at them. The first one that I want us to talk about, just briefly, is God's protection. Do you realize that God sends storms into our lives to protect us sometimes? He sure he did it with Noah. And I'm not talking about the ark. The ark protected Noah and his family within the storm, right? The storm protected Noah's family from the world around him. That's right. Can you imagine? I mean, think about our culture today. You know, one of the biggest fights that, that many of us have as parents is trying to teach our children truth and protect them from the corrupting influence of a society that's just hell-bent for destruction. I mean, they're just completely out of whack and, and perverse in their views and their thinking and to try to, I mean, our, our faith is being attacked, our, our right to believe what we believe. And, and just, you know, this past week, I got an email that the state of California has outlawed homeschooling altogether, unless you're a certified teacher. And, and it was an activist judge that did it because there was a, uh, I think it was a custody case a divorce situation and one parent suing the other parent for custody. And, and so it, it could simply have been his, his rulings and so forth could have been confined just to this family, this situation. That's what should have happened, right? I mean, you're talking about a, a custody situation, but apparently one parent was using the other parents homeschooling as a reason that the judge should award or should take custody away from that parent. You, you follow me? Apparently that was part of the dispute. And, and, and so the lower courts apparently decided in favor of the homeschooling parent and said, no, this, you know, so it, it was appealed. And I don't know all the details of it. I, I just know that the appellate court in California went beyond that family situation and ruled that it's unconstitutional and, uh, you know, not in the best interest of the child to be homeschooled by a non-certified parent. And, and so now in order to homeschool your children in the state of California, till this is overturned, they're saying that, that if you're not a certified teacher, you can actually be punished by the state of California for homeschooling your children. And I think about it. Man, I mean, what are we coming to? What are we coming to? And yet, So here's my point. In Noah's day, do you understand? The society was gone. Noah was the only man on the planet. When God took a look at the human race, the Bible says he was ready to just wipe everybody out. It's, it's, they're all completely gone. They're, they're just reprobate. The whole race. But Noah still believes I'm here and that I'm good. And so he spoke to Noah and he said, you need to build a boat, Noah, because it's going to rain. There's no indication in the scripture that it had ever rained on the planet until Noah's time. He looked like an, he looked like an idiot. Noah, Noah looked like he, you know, it's like you're building a what for what? Imagine his kids. 
Why are you doing that? Well, son, because God told me to do it. He's going to judge the earth. And, and who told you, Dad? God told me, son. Dad, everybody knows there's no God. Everybody. Everybody on the planet had turned from God, except for Noah. God protected his family by sending the storm. Rain for 40 days and 40 nights. The entire earth was underwater. God protected Noah and his family with the storm. I've shared with you, and just really briefly, when I was 20, 19, 20, um, my family lost everything. And I'm sure my dad, my dad's a committed Christian. I'm sure he wrestled with it. I can remember waking up at 2, 3 o'clock in the morning and, you know, going into the kitchen to get myself a glass of water. And there'd be my dad sitting at the table with his Bible open. And I'm sure he was crying out to God, you know, why is this happening? What is going on? And years later, we had a conversation. It was a very brief conversation, but we had a conversation about it. And I said, Daddy, you realize that you went through everything you went through so that God could rescue me. And he said, yeah, I know. I know. God protected me from complete destruction because all I wanted to do was just stay high. And there was a period of time when I didn't sleep for about a week, you know, just doing speed and smoking dope and drinking and just trying my best to kill myself with chemicals and pleasure. And I would eventually have succeeded had not God sent a storm. We lost everything. You know, living in a house with no running water, no electricity. And uh, some of the best memories with my family are from that time. I didn't accept the Lord. I went through that and still didn't, didn't, you know, in, in that particular season, did not accept Christ. But it saved me from killing myself or being killed, I'm sure. Second reason that God will send storms is to perfect you, to mature you, to complete you. Do you realize you're incomplete right now? You're not who you will be. The Bible says it bluntly. You are not who you will be. If you'll just keep following Jesus, he will complete you. Thanks for joining us for today's edition of Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain. The name of our broadcast is our goal for this ministry, to keep the main thing, the main thing, Jesus Christ crucified, glorified, and honored as we study and apply His Word. Maybe you're listening right now in Miami-Dade County and you don't have a home church. We want to take this time to invite you to join us for worship. We meet Sunday mornings at 9.30, 11, and 12.30, then again at 7.30 p.m. on Sunday nights. For more information, call us at 305-531-2730 or log on to MainThingRadio.com and follow the link to the church website. Thanks, Tracy. At our website, you'll find today's broadcast to listen to or download. 
and we also encourage you to prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. With a gift of any amount, we will send you an MP3 CD of the entire Book of Acts. A secure option for you to give has been provided via PayPal. That's all available at MainThingRadio.com. Or you can send us an email at questions at MainThingRadio.com. Again, thanks so much for joining us today. Mark your Bibles in the Book of Acts and join us next time here on Main Thing Radio. Radio.